Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys rip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host. Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing started. Cheers. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. We got Coach back in studio. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? It's going. Ballad pressing buttons. Howdy, fellas. And Chad is unavailable tonight. Maybe, who knows? I don't know. I don't <laughs> care. Whatever. More business stuff. Had to install some vacuums or something. I don't know. The life of a traveling road, road salesman. Um... Today is Tuesday, October the 10th. 10-10. 10-10. We are recording from Austin, Texas. As always, you can find the show on SoundCloud and iTunes. And as always, the show is sponsored by the beautiful, delicious Strange Land Brewery. A beer for any occasion. A beer for every occasion. A beer for all occasions. Please subscribe. Follow us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Give us some reviews. Hopefully, there are five-star reviews there on iTunes. Um, let us know how we're doing uh, on our social medias. Uh, this is the pro show, so we'll talk NFL football, obviously. Um, we'll get into our fantasy segment and then uh, just our, our game segments. Um, then we'll give you our picks for this week and first impressions with a little nightcap followed off after that. Uh, I do need to mention Strange Ambury. Uh, the Oktoberfest is out in stores at mm-hmm. Specs, Whole Foods, um, Twin Liquors, all your local bottle shops, HEBs. Um, I've been buying it down in San Marcos. It's been fantastic to find it down there. Um, and then there is an event coming up this week with Strangeland, the uh, breast cancer awareness deal. Thank you. Um, that was at uh, it's like an art gallery, you said. It is at an art. It's at um no, it's at uh, Luster Pearl East on the east side. Okay. Uh, there's gonna be a bunch of uh, paintings and art and stuff up for uh, silent auction. Bunch of stuff on silent auction. Um, craft brews from all over the Central Texas area. Strangeland will be out there, I assume. Um. Sporting the Oktoberfest and the, the uh, Pink Flamingo IPA. Obviously, pink being the color for breast cancer. It is a breast cancer awareness event. So go check it out if you're out in the area and looking for something to do. Follow us on Twitter at SportsBuzzTX. Follow the brewery at Strangeland Brew. And uh, we'll go ahead and get into our show business here. Week six of the NFL is here um, through five weeks. Guys, we are pretty much a third of the way through the NFL season. Um, it's going by way too fast. I know. I feel like we waited so long for it to get here and... And you blink I, and it's gone. I know. It's depressing. But we do have Coach back. It's good to have you. Sporting, you. sporting the Red Sox gear today. I'm sorry about your team. It's funeral. You can talk about them here in a minute. Um, 
But did, Jack, you, did you get here through all the, the sunshine and rainbows? I know there were some weather complications last week. <laughs> they, they made it difficult to, to show up on time. There were Portal. some uh, impending uh, predictions. Uh, of course, you can't ever trust the weather, man. Can't trust the weather predictors. My bad. Weather predictors. Yeah. Um, I could have been here. Weather guessers. Yeah, the weather's fine. But we did miss you. Um, if, Chad's I had the gone, same, if I had the same betting accuracy as weathermen have doing predicting, I wouldn't bet anymore. That's pretty, <laughs> pretty terrible. You know what I'm saying. Uh... But Chad's gone, so clearly uh, still missing my jersey. We're coming up on like a week until the NBA starts. So we mail to you this week. Hey, look, man, I got nothing. Oh. Toilet paper isn't gonna sell itself, okay? That's true. You gotta have someone on the road. Someone's Suit- gotta do it. I'm just saying. Suitcase full of toilet paper. The bet was before the NBA season. After we continued to go down this road of, oh, I'll get it before then, and then he said before the NBA season. So I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't even think he has it. I bet he doesn't. I bet he hasn't even looked. He's gonna have to go to like fans at the mall and buy it the day of because he's going to forget. Guaranteed. More than likely. Because, Classic. like I said, the NBA starts in like seven days. Classic chat. Uh, so a week from today, if I don't have a jersey on this show, you guys can... We're going to kill Chad. We're going <laughs> to kill him. Um, Alright, go ahead and announce, announce the winner of our DraftKings contest. I know I finished <clears throat> second. You finished second, which was pretty good. Uh, someone named Sexton Hardcastle, which... Uh, interesting name. Uh, won our <laughs> won our DraftKings contest. Um, I don't know Sexton. I have no idea who Sexton Hardcastle is. If you if you listen to the show, Sexton, um, you know you win. You get to call in and tell us how much we suck at fantasy. I don't know a Mister or Mrs. Hardcastle. So. I don't either. I don't either. We're in the darkness. I got a Hardcastle if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, we will have our DraftKings contest posted again. Um, is that like White Castle? It's like small. So I noticed you only did Sunday Pipe games. Advertise. Only <laughs> Sunday games for uh, this DraftKings League? We did, and we're going to do it the same way this week. Same way, only Sunday games. Um, Damn Monday. Thursday night games. Yeah, Thursday night is And garbage. Monday night games are always shit, too. So yeah. Sunday's the only thing that matters. Sometimes I like it. reason to watch this. So. Yeah, was that. it this week, Indianapolis and the Titans or some shit like that? Probably. Nonsense. I don't know. I don't care. Nonsense. I won't be I won't be bullied into watching Color Rush because of because of DraftKings. Besides, now Thursday night football, college games are way better. Than hey man, the Patriots took you into consideration. They were all white. They, I mean, yeah, it made sense that the Patriots were all white. You know, if you look at their roster, that, that's just kind of <laughs> that's just how it is over there. Hey, we got Brandon Cooks, cost first round pick. Yeah, Cooks is good. <laughs> He's black. Um, so. A little bit of uh, news, if you guys have not been keeping up. Next week is our one-year anniversary. Give, our, give ourselves Woo! a round of applause for making it this long, guys. We haven't made it yet. Woo! We haven't made it yet. We're almost there. Pretty close. 51 episodes, 51 weeks straight of doing this show, whether it be live shows or... Huge shout-out right to SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Shout-out SoundCloud. Been there since day one. The original day ones. Um, so, yeah, that'll be exciting. We'll try and get something good happening we'll look back in uh to a year of of doing this show um kind of give some of our best memories some of our best uh stories from the show and just kind of <coughs> go off the the rails of, of what we normally do for a show i think we'll still talk some sports but i think it's going to be a lot more of just kind of just us talking and bullshitting we're gonna celebrate a fun year that we had yeah i've enjoyed the whole thing and um i that I thought we would have quit by now, to be honest, but um, yeah. now that we have made it this far and have some structure around it, I think it'd be good to look back and uh, and see. We'll talk about why we see how much we've improved. Talk about why we've continued to to keep doing this show for sure and, and what keeps us going. This shit's a lot of hard work. 
I don't really do much of it, but it's hard work. So I will say I finally found a bunch of stories that I thought were great and sent all those in early. I appreciate that. And Ballard was stoked about it, so it made me feel good. It made me feel good. Um, well, it took a year. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, fifty-one weeks. Fifty-one weeks. Calm down. It's just under. Coach, I know you've been itching to talk baseball. We didn't talk much last week about it, but the playoffs are underway. Teams have already clinched, so we're gonna let you have your three minutes, maybe more. Talk your baseball. Right. Give us some playoff updates. Let's do some not football talk. Um, I gave you guys a whole bunch of stuff last week. You I gave heard, us a novel. I heard y'all uh, just ignore most of it. <laughs> it was uh, a fucking novel. I tried to keep the brief parts in there so you could understand. Look, uh, wild card games happen. Called those right. You know, Yankees won uh, in a pretty close one. I think it was 6-4. Uh, Diamondbacks took care of business at home. Home teams prevail. It's usually how wild cards go. Uh... The Dodgers sweep the Diamondbacks, which I also called that. I'm going to go ahead and take credit there. Uh, and then, of course, my Red Sox. I thought they would go five and lose to the Astros. Turns out we couldn't go that long. We uh, lost in four at home. Um, so, as you mentioned earlier, I'm donned in Red Sox gear. They didn't get swept. No. They and, showed and up. We, we had a lead going into, like, the seventh or eighth. Yeah, and, and the, then the, we blew it. the crazy thing was they came back down 3-0 in game three. After an mm-hmm. early hot mm-hmm. start from the Astros, which is what they're accustomed to, getting off to a hot start, hitting some home runs, the yeah. Astros came out and just lit them up. Yeah. Finished up with, what, 10 runs? 10-3? Yeah, 10-3. So, hey, they they got a lot of work to do. I mean, I thought we were outmatched to begin with, you know. This they just Astros don't have team, the hitters. This Astros team is really good, and we're just not – we they weren't on the streak that the Astros are right now. Yeah, y'all, uh, y'all don't have the firepower to keep up with the Astros. Adding bats. Verlander has just made a big difference for Houston. I think it will continue to this postseason. Yeah. Um, they're definitely the favorites, I think, to come out of the AL, in, in my opinion. Wow. Um, I also called the Cleveland Indians would sweep the Yankees in three. Uh, Aaron Judge had different plans. I thought when Lindor hit that moonshot late in the game, I thought he was going to put him up. Uh, would have taken the lead 2-1. Didn't happen. The Greg Bird home run is the only run that mattered in that yeah. game. Um, I thought the pitching was great, and Tanaka looked amazing. Um, he did. And then, uh, what's their closer's name? Chapman. Raldis Chapman came in, worked two full innings. He throws it like 108. Uh, he doesn't throw less than 100 <laughs> is what happens. Um, All fastballs. Looked phenomenal. So he's not versatile. In two innings of work, no. You know he, what you're getting when, he, doesn't need when to be. he throws the ball. Um, I mean, the dude sweats like nobody's business, dude. I mean, Slime Monster six, couldn't even compare to that. Like He looks like he's about 6'10 out there on the mound. He's dripping wheeling. sweat the whole time. It's absolutely insane. So he's just throwing spitballs. He's just dripping on the ball, just throwing spitballs, 103. Can't, can't control it. Okay. It's insane. Um, they force a game five though, so that'll happen in Cleveland tomorrow. That's gonna uh, be exciting. Cubs Nats got postponed, so there. Who do you got tomorrow in the Yankees series? Because I think that Cleveland. goes either way. It's a high-scoring series it, right it's now. It's gonna be Cleveland. Cleveland at home. They're. I think they're just the better team. There. The Yankees had game two and they blew that thanks to Girardi not challenging that hit by batter or hit yeah, by pitch. I mean, it is what it is. It is. That's that's baseball, honestly. We can't get stuck in all these replays. Like, yeah. I mean. Yeah, we can look back. Turn into college football. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but who really cares? That's not what sports is about. Uh, I just think Cleveland's the better staff all around. So uh, I think Cleveland take care of business, Um, and then somebody's got to play the Dodgers, Cubs, Nats. Cubs are up two games to one. Who you guys got in that series? I think the. I mean, they're back at Wrigley tomorrow. Today got rained out. I I really feel like Chicago. It's still in Chicago. Um, 
Yeah, I mean the the Washington Bats just haven't got going. Harper hasn't done anything. Um, he, he just I don't. They had Scherzer throw one of his best games and they still lost. Yeah. So no Scherzer on the mound tomorrow, and he ain't going on two days rest. So I got Chicago taking that one. But you're right. Somebody's got to play the Dodgers, and now they're on full rest. Now they get to go one, two, three on their aces again, which destroyed a very offensive Arizona team. And a guy like Paul Goldschmidt, who probably could win the Silver Slugger again. Yeah. Ballad, I saw you liked Harper. I saw you liked Harper a little bit. I was just about to say, I'm very torn on this series because I would love for the Cubs to lose because that would make my good friend Joe Andrews very sad, and <laughs> that always makes me very happy. But... Harper, a guy that I've been pretty public about in my criticisms, uh, but like you just mentioned, pulled out some pretty nice shoes in a tribute to the the shootings in Las Vegas, which is obviously a tragedy, but those shoes were sweet. They so, were sweet. He's from Las Vegas. Well, a tribute so. to his hometown, yeah. With that being said, I think I will root for the Cubs to make it to the next round because it will hurt that much more when they lose. For our good friend Joey, get Anders. swept in four from the Dodgers. Yeah, they, they, that'd right. be fun for me to watch. Nah, they can they can win a couple in LA. So next week we'll be talking a little bit about the ALCS and how that's unfolded. Or the, 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 the championship series, the NL and the ALCS. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll get the divisional series talk. Um, should be exciting. Um, it's exciting as baseball can be. Yeah, well, it is the playoffs. Um, exactly. Because we're going to talk soccer, but really. I think we talked enough baseball to, to bore everybody to death. So People are playing soccer. And the U.S. is playing and losing right now. They're down 2-1 to one to Trinidad and Tobago. All right, that was our soccer talk. Yeah. Tobago. They need to win to guarantee. Um, <clears throat> so not Tobago. Now Panama and Costa Rica are tied, so that's good. Let's get into some fantasy football talk. Yeah, we can talk fantasy football. Um, biggest news of the day. Obviously, uh, Adrian Peterson. New Orleans finally uh, granted him his wish. Traded him to a team who can actually use him rather than give him nine plays. Not nine touches, but nine plays. Mm-hmm. So he is going to Arizona for a future conditional pick. Oh, good. They upgraded from a running back that was good in the 2000s to another running back that was good in the 2000s. Good for you, Arizona. You're literally turning not only into a retirement destination for people, you're now turning into a retirement destination <laughs> For football players. For everybody. I mean, Car- everybody. Carson Palmer, Carson Palmer, CJ2K, and Andrew Larry Peterson, are, and Larry Fitzgerald are all just going to crawl into their graves right after the season and just lay down. Just, Go to sleep. It's bad, man. Yeah, that, that's really definitely the biggest news. <laughs> it is no good. Um, who got on buys this week for everybody who's worried about it? Two- week six buys, we got Buffalo, Cincinnati, Dallas, and Seattle. So, a lot of fantasy relevance there. Um, obviously, if you're a Zeke owner, um, you're probably surprised that I'm so happy playing. Dallas is on a buy. Yeah, I'll talk about that in a second. Um, I'm not. This has been doing pretty good for me lately. <laughs> so yeah, those are the four teams on a buy. If you got players on those rosters, you'd be shopping around for some other things. Um, I failed to realize that uh, last week that Gronk wasn't going to play, and had to pick up a tight end last second, and that was stressful. So get a, get ahead of that now. Uh, hopefully you got Zach Miller scoring that Monday night touchdown. <laughs> I got O.J. Howard, who put up a fucking <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't look back at the ball on the t- the last play of the game that was thrown to him. That's yeah. tough. Interesting strategy, O.J. If you got points for penalties, though, you would have probably had a good amount because O.J. Howard brought out the laundry <laughs> on Thursday night. <laughs> it was bad. 
All right, let's uh, get into roster rage, roster bait. Um, Val, let's start with you. I'll go first. Uh, I'll start with I had an 0-3 week. Oh, Ooh, my God, again? Goodness gracious. Two weeks in a row. You've been struggling, dude. Last week, I was out of town at a conference, so I feel like that was somewhat justified. No excuse. No excuse. You have plenty of time to change your lineup. This week, I, I don't know what happened. I had one game I lost by .9. Had some others. It just went the wrong way. At least you weren't playing Haley. No, yeah, I mean, she beat me in... In DraftKings. <laughs> <laughs> so on four. I'm glad you said it. But <clears throat> this this is I, I said it last week, but it's it's very much more true this week. This is the week I start hating fantasy football. <laughs> everything I've Once you hit the buys. Yeah. Once you hit the buys, I just start hating everything about fantasy football. This is why you never won a championship though. You gotta love the white web wire. You gotta like, put in the work. You gotta love the work. Yeah, exactly. You gotta put in the work you and never if won a championship. Not never good in a sacco though. You know, I I work hard to defend that that non sacco title. Hey, my roster bait I'll start with goes to AJ Green. And AJ Green owners out there who held on Dancing on my grave. Didn't take didn't take the yeah. bait for that that lowly trade. This was our week. In the rain. Had 20-plus points. I think a touchdown on the first throw of the game. Just beautiful from AJ Gray. Not really a great NFL game. He had a fumble and, I'm pretty sure, a couple of drop passes. But, fantasy-wise, I was roster-baiting to it all day. Uh, roster rage? Sammy Watkins. What is up with him? <laughs> Another goose egg. Zero points from the premier wide receiver out of uh, out of Los Angeles. Like, I don't understand how you don't get him the ball one time. It's all about Tavon Austin there. I, should, I don't know what it's about, but it's definitely not about Sammy Watson. I was roster raging. It's about their running back. All about it's him. Sammy Awful. Sammy Watkins. Who knows what his name is? He, he in my mind, doesn't even have a name anymore. He disappeared. He's, He's got just, no name. Sammy, who the fuck are you? That's yeah, when he goose-eggs, he's Sammy Watson. He went into, uh, went into uh, protective custody. FBI just... Change his name. Yeah. There's a, there's a guy who wants to murder him, and he's me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coach. It's your turn. All right. So, I'll roster rage uh, on myself as a manager this week. Obviously, I've told you guys I own four leagues. Jesus. Uh, two leagues I started Marcus Mariota because I didn't realize he was oh. out. Uh, it was <laughs> not a good – I mean, two leagues, that's bad. But I went three and one this week in all my leagues. So it turns out it's not that bad of an idea. Um, Just start a quarterback who's hurt. That's the key to fantasy football, I guess. Yeah, might as well. Sometimes it doesn't even matter. (laughs) You don't even need a quarterback sometimes. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, Roster bait? It's going to go to my boy Deshaun Watson. Last pick of the draft for me uh, is coming through in the clutch. I told you guys early on he would start within that four-week span. Uh, He's coming on hot. Put up 33.5 for me this week. Led my ESPN mm. league to a win. Uh, you gotta love those garbage time touchdowns. Gotta he, love it. He threw for five though in a game. Yes, I he mean, did. That's back-to-back weeks. Yes, by the way. that's impressive. But um, they just, were getting their ass kicked. But I mean, he's keep like that's a really good team. The Chiefs are a really good team. They're undefeated. They lose their top defensive player with a broken leg. Hey, did you have Tarkandrick West starting? Because that dude's a vulture, and he stole all the touchdowns away from my boy Kareem Hunt. How many touchdowns did he steal? He had two! Two touchdowns! Two! <laughs> <laughs> had to wait for it. Um, it, was a, it was an inch, it was, it was a lot closer than it should have been, I think, in that game. Um, but yeah, Deshaun is playing out of his mind. They finally got rid of that piece of shit Savage. Um, I don't know why he was... 
There's some interesting stuff coming out about that as well within the Houston organization. Did you hear about this? Dude, no. I, I mean, I just think it was a mind game to begin with, and I think it was a brilliant move. Bill O'Brien wanted to start him from the start, yeah. and the, the GM said, no, start Savage. I mean, I, it gave him the motivation. It it's gave driving him right And it now. got the fans behind Deshaun yeah. right I'm, away. I'm super happy with it. So, I'm also going to roster bait to Houston Texans. Um, my boy DeAndre Hopkins had a... Super garbage time. Last second, zeros on the clock, touchdown. Turkey. Which, and, and my brother Trent also had Kansas City's defense. So that combination of three touchdowns on four catches for DeAndre helped me beat baby bro by six points. Got him three and two in both of my leagues. It feels good, especially to beat the number one overall team right now. It feels good. It's a good feeling. Now I'm roster raging on Jared Cook because I started him in both leagues. Bench Kyle Rudolph in one. And Cook didn't do shit. The Oakland Raiders look like shit. And I hate everything about the Raiders other than Crabtree. Crabtree came through with the touchdown. But I'm not gonna talk about how I got Crabtree. Dude, could you how imagine you him? Could you imagine if Aaron Hernandez just didn't kill guys and played for the Oakland Raiders right now? He'd probably be the best tight end. He'd be making like $300 million a year because they'd be like, we don't have anybody. We have no tight end. He'd be the best tight end in the league. We have no tight end. And then he would get to live in Vegas, dude. Yeah. He'd be killing life right there. He'd be loving it. Um, So to take a quick tangent from fantasy, I got to rage a little bit on the Dallas Cowboys because this was a tough week. This was a tough week. Um, Just do it. Just get it out. Part of Spencer's meltdown of the week here. I I really fucking hate Aaron Rodgers. I really, really hate Aaron Rodgers, and I hate the Green Bay Packers. Um, Do you hate him because he's your daddy, or he's my stepdaddy? <laughs> he he's Aaron. He's he's the stepdad of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, he just shows up when it's convenient for him, and tells us what to do. Beats us over his knee and then goes home. Like, he's just like the drunk stepdad. He's an asshole. Well, I think you're thinking of uh, Adrian Peterson. He played for the <laughs> Different team. I mean, this game was so... It was so exactly like last week. It's a good game. It was a good game. Dallas was destroying the first half. The defense looked good. David Irving was still juiced up on the roids. Two sacks in the first half. I was pumped. He looked like a thug with his two chains on. And then the second half, Green Bay made adjustments and Dallas didn't. Sound familiar? Sounds a lot like last week against the fucking Rams when Wade Phillips comes out and Dallas doesn't do shit in the third quarter. Like, literally, Dallas hasn't scored a point in the third quarter in two weeks. Have not scored a point. Two. And Dak and Zeke and Dez all played good. Everybody played good. Terrence Williams, the one drop cost us. The one drop was very, very costly, right into the hands of Randall, their corner, who walked it into the end zone and then decided to be a dick and throw the ball at Dak. Yeah, what a stupid move. That, dude, and that was hilarious because it didn't even matter because then Dallas commits a holding penalty on yeah. the ensuing kickoff and it yeah. goes to the 20 anyway. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, really, the last drive of the game... They got the ball with, what, 9, 9.30, 9.45 left in the game. 
and you ask a team in the NFL to go nine and a half minutes with the ball, that's tough for any team to do. And Dallas did a damn good job of doing but it. But they put themselves in that position. I mean, it's, they do it every fucking it's time. A, it's a dang coaching mistake. The the second down pass. I mean, just why? Like why? Why? The holes were open. Like, run the football or even, every single time. Even if they're not open, don't give Green Bay a timeout on offense. Like, why? The, the thing in don't the give NFL, them a free timeout. The thing in the NFL is the clock runs. Like, you can't do anything about no, it. No, you cannot so, stop it. I mean, it's just... It's a shame when it comes down to, like, simple stuff. Like, yeah. I can imagine how frustrating it is because you, you really do have the game. You could have killed 10 minutes of a clock in the fourth quarter and beat Aaron Rodgers by not giving him and the ball. And people are saying, oh, should Dak have fallen down at the one? No. Of course not. Absolutely not. You that score at that point. Yeah. At that, that point, was the most scored. ridiculous argument I heard from yes. people. Was should have Dak Why didn't Dak go down? down? Shut like, the no, hell up. When the, when the end zone is there, you, you, you walk score. into it. Hey, yeah. You take all, the points. It's all these participation ribbons, man. They don't yeah. know that. You, just, you always score. It doesn't matter how fast. Because they've never you been there. always score. They've never been there. But... The one thing, the one takeaway, other than that Aaron Rodgers is really fucking good, is that Devontae Adams is not human. The fact that he played in that game, and not only played, scored two fucking touchdowns, including the game winner, a week, less than a week after what happened. Well, I guess it was more than a week. A week eight, and... He was... Week and days, three days. Eight days. Yeah. That's unbelievable. The guy is not human. He was dead last week. We saw him die. R.I.P. And uh, and then he rose from the dead and scored two touchdowns on the Cowboys. Is he uh, the Jesus of the football? I think so. Resurrected. I'm pretty sure he's Jesus. Could be. I mean, the guy is defying all odds, but... I'm pretty sure he has gold teeth like CJ2K. Probably. He's got goofy little tiny braids. There go find Oh, yeah. He's a weird... He looks so weird. Yeah, he's super weird looking. I thought that corner but, played him super well, though. I mean... Yeah, he's a rookie. Second, Xavier, uh, Jordan Lewis. A second ball was just money. It's perfect. And he, on a rope, yeah, back Jordan, shoulder. Jordan was up. still looking back at the quarterback when I mean, when he, he turned the same way looking to make a play. It's yeah. just... And he actually played a great game, so that's... I'm not going to count his game on that one play, but I'm going to step off my soapbox. We need to hit a break, don't we? Yeah. I think the biggest takeaway, Aaron Rodgers... There's nobody better. There's nobody better than Aaron Rodgers. So damn good against Dallas. Like I hate it. There's nothing. I mean, until you get somebody that can stop it. Was Was there even a little part of you? Not not to spend too much time on this, but was there even a little part of you when there was what like a minute eighteen left on the clock? Minute thirteen, I think, is when they get the ball. Like I knew we were gonna lose again. I was watching it with my roommate. My roommate who's a 49ers fan, his buddy who's an Eagles fan. We scored. I was pumped, and then we looked at the clock, and and the Eagles fan said. That's too much time. And I said, I literally crouched down and I said, yes, it is. And I knew it. I knew it was too much time. We've been there before. So just day down, boo all over again. Um, But we'll get a break, get a little music, and then we'll uh, get into segments. We'll be right back with some more sports buzz. Well, y'all come back now, you hear? So it's just me, trust me Something in the air just above me Something like a dream state You call it a clean break Do you feel the vibes, baby? Do you feel the vibes? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Spencer Stone. Time to get into some segments. We're going to jump right into our pro tip of the week. Our pro tip comes to us from... 
Miami, Florida, offensive line coach Chris Forster has uh, since resigned um, as of yesterday after a video surfaced of him snorting a, quote, white powder. Um, in the video, you can see Forrester saying he's about to go into a meeting, uh, snorting several lines of this white powder. And then it gets real creepy and not suitable for work, so I'm not going to talk about what he says at the end. Um, but the person he sends it to, his stripper girlfriend, I guess, was the one who posted this video. It got weird. We're podcasting. You're going to censor yourself now? I'm going to censor myself because it's creepy. This is the best thing that could have ever happened to us. <laughs> you want me to tell everybody? You, yes, I want If you haven't seen the video, he licks up the white powder off his finger, off the desk, just finishing it off, and he says, Oh, I wish I was licking this off your pussy. And it's real creepy because it's like a 55-year-old man. And... <laughs> We didn't find out who it was actually sent to until after, but he sent a straight-up video to this stripper, and she posted it Yeah, as a quote-unquote protest for the Colin Kaepernick issues going on. Yeah, I don't even know how that's relevant at all. She's a, I mean, she's an a African-American prostitute. I don't know if that means anything. Sure, I don't. I don't know what that has to do with cocaine, honestly. I don't either. I don't know why she posts that video. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and call it allegedly, Gentlemen, allegedly, allegedly cocaine. cocaine. Allegedly. allegedly cocaine. Uh, pro tip, Snapchat, bro. It's 2017. That shit disappears. You don't need to be sending videos because if you want that shit to disappear, it needs to disappear. For real. He might as well take a picture on a Kodak camera and mailed it to her in the snail mail style. Like, are you, That is the dumbest thing. I got a pro tip. I've never seen. Just don't videotape yourself or even Snapchat yourself doing illegal shit. That's that's my pro tip. Just don't let it get out there. Because yeah. somebody can see that and you're toast. I will say in this offensive lines coach's defense, if I have an employee and they have to do some sort of illicit uh, substance before a meeting, I'd rather it be cocaine than like alcohol Weed, bars, anything else. Like, at um, least at that point, you're going to be alert for the first 15 minutes of my meeting. Bath salts? I mean, where I am talking about the most important things. Get that first 15 minutes. Everyone knows everything after that is, is usually done. I mean, he could be on bath salts and just want to eat you at that meeting. So, hey, and sometimes you need that kind of attitude from offensive line coach. <laughs> so, uh, bad yeah. look, though. Bad I mean, look. And he did resign and then said he and his family are gonna get help that's a terrible me and my family are gonna get a divorce <laughs> yeah <laughs> a terrible look especially when that offensive line looks like the broken home that it seems like he's trying to create he's clearly more invested in snorting lines and talking with hookers than Ray he is Coke. coaching his team uh, i think it's interesting that all of sports media refuses to call this cocaine and they just have to dance White around substance. what it what it may or may not be i don't know there was some allegedly there was some interesting little bits of substance in those lines of white substance maybe he's just not very good at chopping up his cocaine i mean it definitely wasn't no like scarface like powder mountain for sure well you know the the, the lines in uh in miami you know it's <laughs> the lines they're they're skeptic exactly. at best um next we got to get into uh our segment that is is kind of fun got him got him good so, Nelson Aguilar had three catches for 92 yards. Aguilar. 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 Either or. Oh, oh. Tomato, tomato. Um, 92 yards on three catches. One of them was a 72-yard catch, his longest of his career. 
Um, let's see, what do we got here? Oh, it's super sweet. He catches it, puts the brakes on, reads his defender, cut. Oh, oh, a little spin, a little cutback. Spin, stiff and then, arm. It's spin and a fall into the end zone. And then wasn't there, there was a pretty good celebration in that game. Uh, the touchdown was the, a celebration. The, well, I heard a home run celebration, like a baseball celebration. They did like a, a pitching and yeah. like a pitcher and a catcher. Yeah. And I a, heard about and that. A batter. Uh, the but, best one honestly came from, I believe it was the Jets. They did like a little bobsled. The bob, though, that was the, that was the fucking Packers. Oh, that was the Packers. That's right. I'm sorry. I do apologize. Don't bring it up again. Um, yeah, but Nelson Aguilar definitely made uh, made that dude look like his own bitch. Um, and then next in Gotham, Th- that is going to be in highlight videos. Oh yeah, forever. And then this one I thought was hilarious because Leonard Fournette was having himself a day. Finished with two touchdowns over 180 yards. One of those was a 90-yard touchdown run. Um, he's running and he's waving on defenders like, "Let's go, hit me." They're getting beat 20 to nine. Pittsburgh's defender hits him and starts celebrating, and his teammate comes over like, "Hey, bro." Like, uh, he just taunted your ass. We're, we're getting beat by 11 to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So maybe calm down your celebration. And he got a first out. It, it's like the def- defender got up was like, hey, sh- should it be not be allowed to be him to hit me that hard? Like, this is ridiculous. I'm the one on defense. <laughs> he got clocked. Well, Fournette, Fournette took a good shot. I mean, it was a good hit. It was and great. they both popped up real quick. Like, they're fine. And I just thought it was awesome that he was taunting him. Like, let's go. Hit me. Let's see what you got. Not phase at all. So good for you, Leonard Fournette, rookie. He got him. Got him. Yeah. <clears throat> what do we got next, Bell? Next. We oh wait, have... we didn't even talk about the games. Oh yeah, you want to brief us? Well, on? the Dolphins won. <laughs> they beat the Titans and their backup quarterback, sixteen ten. Uh, the Eagles ended up winning against the Cardinals by a lot. The Eagles looked very good in the <laughs> NFC East, thirty four to seven in that game. Um, and then in that Jaguars game, it finished thirty to nine. Uh, behind the legs of Leonard Fournette. So... And the two pick sixes. Yeah, they did turn the... He threw five interceptions that game. Big Ben threw five picks. And you fucked up those scores. Really messed it up. I messed messed, it up. I messed it up, man. You know, I got so excited about people getting got. Sorry. My bad. Turns out you got yourself. I got... What's next? Next, we have Spencer's favorite segment... And our special guest, the Count, calling in for number of the week. Cal, are you there? Greetings. I am the Count. You know, I'm surprised that we can get him to call in every Tuesday. Like, half of our show can barely even show up every Tuesday. His Count. Calls, his calls are crystal clear. I know, it's great. Cal, do you not have anything better to do on Tuesdays? Well, How are you so available? I don't have any friends. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is sad. I got... I, Hey, well, we're your friends, Count. So, uh, Count, uh, we were just talking about the number of the week. What is the number of the week? Two. What was it? Two. Hey, did you hear that? Two. Oh, okay. So, two, the number of the week. It's like we're on the same page. This one comes to us from the Patriots-Buccaneers game. Patriots win 19-14. to On uh, the road. On a Thursday. Without Gronk. That's right. So... Uh, the, I, I guess the two must come from the two missed field goals from uh, Nick Folk, a veteran kicker. Fuck Nick Folk. Uh, yeah, he clearly a shit. Uh, now unemployed Nick Folk, I should say, uh, missed two field goals 
One from 56, another one for 49. He sucked so bad in Dallas that they shipped him off to New York for the Jets. And then the Jets were like, you suck so much you can't even play for the Jets. Yeah. And you can't even play for the Buccaneers. The Pirates are mad. And this is coming off a week where he missed two field goals and an extra point after uh, against the New York Giants. So, I mean, yeah. And, you and can't miss... Won. You can't miss that many field goals and keep a job huh. as a kicker in the NFL. And we will talk about field goals in I mean, the amateur hour. For so sure. far, the Bucks are one and one when Nick Polk misses two field goals. So, who knows? Uh, yeah. um, Count, thanks for calling in. Hey, just so you know, we're, we're going to be your friend, okay? Oh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. all right. We'll, we'll call you next week. Thank you for calling in. <laughs> God, I love getting, that segment. Guy's getting clean. It's the worst segment. What's the next ballad? <laughs> Next, we got a little bit of You Good With That. Ah, classic. Uh, this one comes to us from the, I believe, the Panthers-Lions game. Panthers win 27-24. to 24. Um, This has to do a little vulture action. So, Zach Zenner gets oh, his drink first... For that. God. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> set himself up. He set up. himself up. I yeah. had Chad on this. <laughs> had Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Damn forgot. it. So the, the double the the Z squared out of Detroit <laughs> vultures a touchdown his first touchdown of the season, but if you look closely, after he scores that touchdown, there's an offensive lineman who comes up takes the ball away from him and vultures his spike. Look at it, number sixty right there, takes the spike away from him. Have you ever seen that before? I have, and I've seen I've seen. Skilled players hand the ball to their O-line for blocking for him. It looks like he handed it to him. He didn't quite just walk up and just give me that shit and spike it. So I'm good with it. He looked like he gave it to him right here. Hands it to him. You got this, big boy. It's a poor move. You celebrate your own touchdowns. That's what I'm saying. You earned it. This is America. (laughs) Hey, you gotta gotta thank the big boys in front for getting you there. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's a a white running back. I mean, he should celebrate every... I just got a caught it. I know. I didn't catch it pre-show, but I did there. Um, but Panthers yeah. are they legit? They've they, beat they the won two last in a row. Week. That's they, two weeks in yeah. a row with Cam Newton over three hundred yards. They're getting better. I will say they're getting better. I don't know if they're legit. They're still without their best tight end. Um, they're still struggling with trying to get a running game going. I think McCaffrey only had seven yards seven rushing, yards. but he's a huge piece of their passing game. Yeah, he scored a touchdown in the passing game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it looks like Jonathan Stewart is is the ground game workhorse, but with a little mix ha- in of Fozzie Whitaker, they have some packages for McCaffrey. Oh yeah, and they've been using him pretty good in the past game so far. So yeah, he's all past game. It's working, and Cam Newton is playing some lights. They're getting football. there. Benjamin and Funchess are actually playing really well. They're both catching the ball really Jones well, playing good. which is elevating that game because Funchess. I haven't seen Funchess have a, a season like this. It's been a while. Yet he's been in hurt. Yeah, he's been hurt quite a bit. So. Um, what also, I refrained from watching the press conference. Did not even want to know what Cam's stupid hats are. I, I figured I'll be happier if I can just be ignorantly bliss to uh, to his stupid hats. Although I know they're out Fair there enough. somewhere. Fair enough. He makes me a little bit mad. That's okay, though. Sports guys talking politics? Let's talk a little politics. Great. Uh, Love it. Obviously, we've talked about this flag issue, the protests, the knees, everything that's involved. Uh, well, Vice President Mike Pence attended an Indianapolis Colts, uh, San Francisco 49ers game, uh, stood for the anthem, put his hand over his heart like a, a good gentleman, uh, 
did not like players that took knees, left shortly thereafter in the anthem. Um, I don't know. I think it's kind of a bad look. Like, to me, it's like, why are you there? You know what's happening. The 49ers are the epicenter of this whole thing anyway. So if you're going to go to a game and they're going to be a part of it, um, I feel like you got to understand what's going to happen. And, and we've talked about it. Like, you know, we all have our feelings on it. We all have what we would choose to do. And that's obviously fine. But freedom of speech, I think we can all agree. I think it's also like, let's kind of move on. Like, you either get over it or you don't at this point. Yeah. I just think it's kind of a weird move. Um, a couple tweets from the event. Uh, Donald J. Trump tweeted, The trip by VP Pence was long planned. He's received great praise for leaving the game after the players showed such disrespect for our country. Um, and then another tweet, which I thought was kind of funny. I mean, it's a little little conspiracy reach kind of thing, but uh, at Peter Alexander tweeted, Was Pence leaving Colts game a political stunt? Reporters were told to stay in van because, quote, There may be an early departure from the game. And I mean, I just think it's yeah. This whole thing with taking knees for the anthem. Has well, just a forty ers a forty ers player came out and said that he did this on purpose because he knows that we have more players kneeling than anybody else in the league. So well, yeah. yeah, it probably was a stunt. And that's all, and that's all I'm saying. Like this has become so much more like taken away from like any kind of mess real message and become well, this whole media and that's, and that's not gonna debacle. help that's not gonna help bring these two sides together it's no. not gonna help unite um just taking jabs at each other yeah it, it's just one side saying fuck you and then the other side coming back saying fuck you too we're not gonna stop and roger goodell put out the letter today um they're gonna talk about it at the meetings with the players with the owners so um I have a feeling the NFL rules will change based on standing, even though there are rules in place already that everybody will stand and be on the field. But And I saw something today. A labor union filed some complaint about the mandate that Jerry Jones put out. Mm-hmm. And, and the Jaguars and Jerry Jones several, and the Cowboys are the only two several, that put uh, Washington, mandates. Gibbs, Gibbs put out something. Did he, did he put one? I hadn't heard anybody above those two teams yet. Yeah, so. Washington did. Um, they came out and said the same thing, that you don't stand, you don't play for our team. So... Um, you can't, you can't tell somebody what to do with their American rights. I mean, there's only so much as an employer you can control. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I think that's enough politics. Colts won the game. Yeah. Colts won in overtime. That's 20, the second, 26, second overtime game that the Niners have lost in a row by three. They've lost three or four games this year already by, by three points. So they're better than their record shows. Um, but Hey. Peyton Manning did get to enter the uh, Ring of Honor. Had a statue unveiled out there inside of outside of uh, a massive statue. Lucas Oil. It's yeah. huge. It's like 15 feet tall. So it's pretty sick. A pretty like my dude. Pretty silly story to take away from actually a, a pretty exciting game with everything that's going on, all the festivities. Yeah. What do we got next, Coach? All right. We're gonna take a quick moment of silence. Pour one out for the homie. Uh, the the uh, kicking nets fiance OBJ has shattered his ankle. Rest in peace uh, to his ankle. I believe it's fractured. It's toast. He had surgery today. Yeah, it's no good. I mean, it's no good for he's not gonna be able to go on a boat for at <coughs> least three months. I mean, what's he gonna do? Honestly, I don't know what's gonna happen. Well, um, I'll tell you what he's not gonna do. Maybe he's color not, his hair different colors. He's not gonna be different. making one handed catches no. or playing football. And neither is Brandon Marshall. 
And who was also carted off during the game. And who also announced that he's having season-ending surgery. And then, um, oh, oh, what is his name? The guy who used to return kicks for the Cowboys. Lucky. Harris. Dwayne Harris, that one from the Giants. He is out for the season Stupid. as well. He said lucky. Not that idiot. The other idiot. Dwayne Harris. Not we've that had, black guy with dreads. We've had plenty of idiots <laughs> returning kicks for us, okay? And Honest mistake. Um, but yes, uh, they lost three starting wide receivers. They all look the same. They lost... <laughs> <laughs> when they're black with dreads, they kind of kind of. We're going to catch a lot of flack. Let's just move on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Giants lost the game. Rest Again. in peace to Again. their wide receivers. They're 0-5. They lost 27-22. The Chargers finally win a game. Hey, give it up for the Chargers. Go Chargers. Chargers. Rivers. Bravo. And they didn't have to come down to their Asian kicker. So Mel- that's good. Melvin Gordon, another 105 yards <clears throat> on the ground. Uh, He's a beast. And a bunch to the no, air. No touchdowns, but he caught two. So balance. Balance up. <clears throat> so Chargers get a win. Giants still winless. Um, so this, this brings us to our next point. Hashtag hashtags. Hashtag hashtags. Take it away, Spencer. So this was hilarious. I saw this, um, that two guys that are, uh, you know, former wide receivers up there in age. One guy who is a big-time social media guy. You may know him as uh, Chad Ochocinco. I think he's back to uh, Chad Johnson now. Um, He tweeted at the Giants, hey, big head. That's all he said. Hey, big head. So T.O. followed this up with... I don't know what that means. I don't know. He said, at Giants, hey, big head. <laughs> Bless you. Can you stop? I'm trying to talk here. Um, so T.O. follows that up with, pain. hey, Giants, let me know if you need an intern wide receiver. So we got two guys tweeting at the Giants, former wide receivers. T.O.'s 40 years old, by the way, guys. Um, trying to get into the Hall of Fame. Hey, dude. Tom Brady's 40. Terrence Newman is 39. Tio <laughs> says he can still run a 4-4 40-yard dash. Dude, he's probably still lifting weights in his driveway, man. Yeah, he's been on steroids the whole time. And he's like, I've been stopped. I stopped as soon as I saw why, that. Why do you think Tio didn't get in the analyst game? Because he's still working out. So he does is just do sit-ups, on, sit-ups and push-ups on his driveway. He's ready to go. Uh, speaking of hashtag hashtags, I'm looking at a picture on Twitter right now of Drake visiting Odo Beckham Jr. in the hospital. Oh, that's <laughs> sweet. They're both throwing up hand signals that don't look the same. They would make a cute couple. They would make. Did a he cute show couple. up to provide uh, OBJ with his own OVO wheelchair? I guess so. To roll through the six with his wheels. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what I thought interesting about OBJ's uh, injury wasn't he one of the guys who came out and said he didn't give a fuck about anyone's fantasy teams or the result of of your season? Was probably. he one of the guys? Yeah, probably. I gotta imagine that that's gonna end up being a curse. I want to take a tally on everyone who said that and just see what happens in throughout the year. Hey. I don't think you want to. I know I try not to fuck with the fantasy gods. These players, they might, they might want to watch out too. But he's walking a fine line because he gets injured in a game, still puts up five catches for ninety yards and a touchdown, still has a great fantasy day, and now owners can find another option. Wouldn't him. that be the biggest fuck you to? From the fantasy gods of OBJ, it's like have this game where all your owners have great points. Oh, by the way, season ending injury, go sit your ass down. No, it'd be worse to get zero points and have season ending injury. Those are that saying, happens a lot. For his owners, it's like, hey, it's not your fault. OBJ, I curse you. Sit down. 
Go hang out with Drake. <laughs> so breaking news. The United States did not qualify for the World Cup. <laughs> it's the first time since 1986. Oh, Even as bad really? as we are at soccer. We, this is the first time since 1986. 1995. <laughs> Everything that could go wrong went wrong tonight for the U.S. So, basically Russia wins. Bring back Good news. Then. It's just soccer. <laughs> uh, should, we, should we get into first impressions? Yes, it. we should. What do we got on the on the tablet for this week? All right, our first game is the Thursday night game of the Eagles taking on the Panthers in North Carolina. Listen to this Panthers line. minus three against the Eagles at home. Spencer, what's your first impression? Panthers are playing good right now. Take your hats. What? Take the hats. Go ahead. Pick the hats. Um, I just don't want to pick the Eagles, but oh man, they're playing so good right now. Dude, are you really? About <clears throat> I'm taking this? The Eagles. Oh my god. I'm taking the Eagles. I, I hope every one of your Eagles friends, Z Turner, uh, Greg. Greg I hope they give it to you for this, cause you you talk so much trash about the Eagles. I'm taking the Eagles, cause I don't. I don't. <coughs> I hate the Eagles, I don't but they're going to win by... They're gonna, the Eagles are going to win this game. Yeah, they're not going to lose yet. by three points. Give me a, get out of here. I'm just saying Spencer's taking Carolina. As you know, if you give me the chance to be a contrarian, I'll do it. I'll take the Panthers. <laughs> uh, Packers, minus three and a half on the road, taking on the Vikings. I'm taking the Packers in this game. Coach, first impression? Three and a half. Case Keenum looked good. I think Keenum's going to stay at quarterback for the Vikings. Hurt, yeah. Uh, Thielen looks good. Diggs looks good. I think when they have some consistency, they're not worried about Bradford coming back. Um, I think they'll be fine. Uh, Murray looked pretty good rushing uh, with McKinnon this week. So I, I think the Vikings will figure it out, kind of getting over Dalvin Cook, getting over Bradford right now. Uh, three and a half. I'll take the points. Give me the Vikings. Ooh. Spencer, first impression? After what I saw this week, I'm not ever betting against Aaron Rodgers ever again. I still think it's a field goal game. I think it's a divisional game. The Vikings defense looks real good. I mean, that's that's what I'm going off of. Obviously, it's it's in Minnesota, right? Uh, yeah, it's in Minnesota. So. I'll say if you're listening to this, you should wait. I bet you can get it at four if you want the Vikings. Uh, Spencer Patriots minus nine and a half traveling to play the Jets. The three and two Jets. What's your first impression? The Jets are three and two. Isn't that silly? J E T S goddamn Jets. Goddamn Jets. Uh no. Uh we said nine and a half? Nine and a half. Almost done. Hmm. Patriots have had a knack of playing close games, so I'm gonna take the under here. They play close games. So win. I don't think it'll be by nine and a half. Coach? You're taking the goddamn Jets? I'm taking the goddamn Jets. The goddamn Jets. <laughs> yeah, getting the Pats. Uh, yeah, I'm doing the Pats here, too. I just don't <laughs> want to be the same size as Spencer. Um, I'll t- next game, we had the Bears traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens, where they're almost a touchdown favorite, minus six and a half on the Baltimore side. I think I'm going to take the Ravens here. Actually, no, I'm taking the Bears. Coach? I'm glad you took the Bears, because I knew someone was going to have to. I kind of like the Bears, but I just... I think young Mitchell Trubisky... The outcome for any claim Come on, right. man. I'm trying to talk here. Uh, I just think Mitchell Trubisky... I think Flacco's kind of got a little more rhythm right now. I'm going to take the Ravens. Give me the touchdown. Spencer, first impression? 
Who is favored in this game? Ravens are almost favored by a touchdown. <laughs> Six and a half. I like the way Mitch. Media. I like the way Mitchell Trubisky played. I'm gonna take the Bears. The Bears. Are we really gonna call him Mitchell? I mean, he's Mitch, right? His Mitchell. Name is Mitchell Trubisky. He goes by Mitchell. And they write it on everything. Where we write it down though. I mean, I call him Mitch from time to time, but I definitely say Mitchell Trubisky every time I say it. That's, <clears> that's <throat> too many syllables. Spencer, we have the Steelers traveling to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs, where the Chiefs are a four-point favorite. Oh, it's got to be more than that. It's got, they just got their ass kicked by Jacksonville. Not today, it's not. That's it. What's well, a winner? you got to pick the Chiefs there. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll take the right, Chiefs, Chiefs too. are at home. The at home. Steelers are terrible on the road. I'm taking the Chiefs. That's a sweep. That's our lock of the week. That's, That's our lock, lock of the of week, baby. Week. Uh, next game we got with the Giants traveling to Denver. Denver, a, a minus 12 favorite. The Giants are terrible, but that feels like way too many points, but I'm still taking Denver. Who's coach. on offense? Who's Who are they going to throw it to? <laughs> I said Denver. What was your pick, coach? Evan Ingram. It's got to be Evan Ingram all day. Um, yeah, Orleans Darkwa, he's going to lead the team in They still have Shepard too, right? I don't know. He left the game for a period of time. Uh, Giants are dog shit. They're going over. Uh, yeah, give me Denver. Yeah, of course. Sorry, Tom. Of course, give me Denver. <laughs> Giants are garbage. We need to call Uncle Tom and ask him how he feels about all his wide receivers being dead. Yeah, let's wait till Cowboys win a game, and then we'll call yeah, him. Fair. Let's wait till he gets back from the funeral for all the ankles. <laughs> yeah, so Cowboys going to buy this week, and then next week who do they have? Spencer, San Francisco. San Francisco. We'll we'll, we'll definitely be San Francisco. The Giants will lose wherever they play to. And you just Uncle fucking Tom. Jinx. So in three weeks, Uncle Tom, have you on the show. Uh, Spencer, I'll pick them right now. We don't have a line. Uh, Monday night, Colts versus the Texans. <laughs> this is a riveting matchup. Titans? What is your first one? Yeah, tight. What did I say? He said Texans. Titans. Sorry. I'll drink for it. What's your first impression? It's a pick them right now. Yeah. Depends I mean, on who I, plays at quarterback. I do not think, if I'm going to be honest, I don't think Mariota plays. If you if Mariota doesn't play, I got the Colts. Give me the Colts. You have faith in Ty is is turning it on the past couple weeks. Frank Gore, dude, they're finding him. You always believe in Frank Gore. You know dude. Frank Gore's in like the top five in rushing yards of all time. <laughs> yeah, that's how long he's been in the league. I was gonna say when you're in the league for 35 <laughs> plus years, you know you you have that sort of stat line. Dude, he's just a mole. Dude, he just digs his way into the. The end zone. Just three yards at a time. Coach, uh, first impression? It definitely depends on Mariota. Mariota plays as Titans if he doesn't, it's Colts. Well, today, not knowing any of that information, what's your pick? I think I just picked. No, you didn't. Colts, Titans. Give me Brissette. Give me Colts. Uh, I'll take the Titans. Don't give me a chance to be the contrarian. You know I always will. Hey, all right, that's, that's, why why you're, that's why your record is always terrible in the NFL. Except I'm winning an all-time show pick, so... Whatever, dude. Suck a dick. Well, uh, let's get into a first impression. Uh, get into the Nightcap, sponsored by Strange Land Brewery. Tonight we are talking about Jameel Hill has decided that um, her six-figure, seven-figure contract that she has with ESPN is just... It's just not good enough. Because she wants to continue to go against the ESPN social media rules. Um, a couple weeks ago, she posted something. Um, I think it was about Trump. And they said that that was against their uh, social media rules. So she apologized. Said she let her coworkers down. 
And then she decided to do the exact same thing this week and told everybody that if they felt that they disagreed with Jerry Jones' statement on boycotting or on the national anthem and um, if you don't stand for the flag, you sit for the game. Um, so she just basically said to boycott every single advertiser from the NFL and boycott the Dallas Cowboys and all these other advertisers who pay a lot of money to show their commercials on NFL games. Mm -hmm. And ESPN said, well, that's twice now, so why don't you sit out two weeks? What do you guys think about this? I'll say, first off, I think that's a, a terrible policy from ESPN. I'm fine with companies... You know, if you break a company's policy, then you have to pay the consequences. But I, I just think it's a bad policy from ESPN. It's basically saying, we don't want you to express your your thoughts, how you feel about things on the only platform that you have to really say what you want to say. On the airwaves, they can cut her at any time. But social media, that's really where any of these TV personalities can say what they really want to say. I just think it's a bad policy. Yeah, I mean, it's look like you're. It's a censorship policy in an industry that's based on tech and outreach and social media. Like, it's just kind of weird. Um, I mean, I think it's kind of bold of Jamil Hill to kind of take this stand. I mean, I don't think she's really stepping outside of any boundary on this one. She's just telling people, like, honestly, like if you care about what you what you want in saying I don't agree with this, this is the way to do it. I mean big companies attack little people with money all the time. Here here's where I disagree with you guys because ESPN shows NFL games and they show big time sporting events. Okay. So those advertisers are also showing up on their station and when you have an employee saying to boycott the NFL, you're also saying to boycott ESPN and that game and those <clears> advertisers <throat> and to not tune in and to not give viewers, which ESPN is already struggling on the Monday night game. They don't need somebody else to come in. They're struggling everywhere. Well, yes. They're bleeding. Money. Yes, but their, their ratings on Monday night football are the worst they've ever been. Well, they are so bad. Well, I would, I would direct you to one of jay hill's tweets where she says i'm not advocating for an nfl boycott like she explicitly says that so i don't think she was asking people to boycott the nfl boycott all the advertisers who pay money to espn too you know I mean, those, they, they those pay people... money to a lot of different organizations right one of them being espn of course a lot of sports you know a lot of advertisers are involved in sports you stop you take out the sports world it's a lot of money. I understand. They're losing. And if they say, well, we're not going to advertise with ESPN anymore because you have this person who's out here saying to boycott us. And, and to that point, I'll say that it's it's really sad that this quote-unquote civil rights issue has, and ESPN chose the money side of that of Yeah, that it's argument. turning into money, yeah. I mean, but ESPN it, needs it. So what, are you surprised? I mean, ESPN I'm not surprised, but it's, it's just like, wow. When you have an employee saying to boycott but, all these advertisers. Yeah, but you just told all of your employees, top to bottom, I care about bottom line more than I care about any of you. Yeah. And, I mean. Think about it. That's an interesting statement, though. Think about it. How many 
Okay, think about How it. How many people on ESPN are replaceable? All of them. All How many them. people are not replaceable? None of them. Other than maybe Scott Van Pelt. None of them. Because guess where they're going to go? These are personalities. Yeah. They don't go away. They go to Fox Sports. They go to NBC. Fox they go to CBS. They go to Barstool. But, but they go to what, Deadspin. They, they go somewhere. That's what I'm saying. Who has everything to lose? ESPN. Look what they chose. The wrong side of the table. Like, But the, all those people are replaceable, which is why they're going out here and saying this. I mean, that's what why is, they're suspending What here. is ESPN? A non-replaceable entity? No. It's a fucking Walt Disney Corporation. Yeah. Like, it's... It's yeah. just like anything else, dude. I mean, this, oh, sure. this is everything rides on yeah. what five corporate families. Like, you know what I mean? Like, pretty much. I I just think it's weird because you have this outreach of support from her coworkers, other journalists. Yeah, Michael journalists Smith. I, I actually tried like, to flip over. Michael Smith uh, didn't didn't do the show. He's sitting out. So I mean, so now they're now they're down two people who are the only two people on. SC6 every time. I mean, day. I feel like they could have, in, like, after the first event, they could have invited, like, top people like uh, Michael and, like, Jamil Hill, like, other like other top people, Scott Van Pelt, just to get all these personalities on the same page, get your top anchors on the same page, and you wouldn't have this kind of, she tweets, and then you have a statement, and then yeah. you have this big fallout. You yeah, could have it, done it in a meeting behind closed doors ESPN and resolved said, a lot of stuff. Here's what you can and cannot tweet about. Or you could have just listened to people <clears throat> and figured out a better line. I mean, of that's walk. her personal. That's her personal account. It does. It's not Jamil Hill. ESPN. But that's what I'm saying. Like they could have invited her in, made it all a part of the family, and they instead said, "It's not family." Here's interesting to me. So this obviously started on Twitter, and Twitter blew up about it. My favorite tweet came from our local Austinite, Jeff Ketchum. <laughs> 20 years from now, ESPN will be giving Jamel Hill the Arthur Ashe Award for courage. And it's so true. Yeah. 20 years from now, <laughs> when we look back at the events happening right now, Jamel Hill is going to be a hero. So she's going to get the last laugh on this. I don't know how long she's going to be at ESPN because of the policies they have in place and obviously her outspoken attitude and her passion for this issue but i think she gets the last laugh on this at the end of the day i, well, you, I will, I I will you, say i tell you what uh, sorry to cut you off but like out of the knees and this like she's definitely hitting a lot more head on with she's what she said she's using her voice she's using her platform yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and she's not doing it on her show which i which i'm okay with I don't like her. I, in my opinion, sure. I do not like her. I don't like her her opinions on sports. I don't like the way she and Michael have their show. I hate everything about her when I see her on TV. I have no problem with what she's doing on on Twitter. So you're honestly. saying you don't follow her on Twitter? No, absolutely not. Um, Twitter is for following. That's that's too much politics we talk tonight, guys. That's that's kind of a second political talk. It's kind of funny that <clears> we brought that segment in, and it's been such a quintessential part of this last year. I was actually the one that sent that one in. <laughs> well, you know, she was suspended for how many weeks? Two. 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 Uh, our our pre-anniversary show turned into the two show. Um, the two for show. There's a lot of things with two. But we do have, yeah, it is a two for show. We have another show coming up. Um, today's Wednesday, if you're listening. It will come out, come out Friday. So we'll get into our amateur hour here in a little bit. That's going to do it for us on our pro show. Unless you guys got anything else to say, Bella. 
No, it's a pleasure to host the podcast. Yeah, thanks for hosting us at your house. Um, Coach, it's good to have you back, man. It was good to be back. I felt on point today, honestly. I think we were all pretty solid. We are just over an hour, right on time. Almost. So, so uh, <laughs> I appreciate you guys doing this. Uh, Ballad, thanks for keeping us sounding good. As always, I'm your host, Spencer Spill. Until next week, we're the Sports Buzz, and we are out!